Welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern episode, oh shit, what number is it? 78. 78. 78. Welcome, it's Sunday night at 8pm. Ish. Pretty sharp tonight, actually. I mean, we're not not fucking around tonight, are we? No. Banging, banging, banging. So, I'm joined by uh, Millie Mannion. Hello. Uh, No, ladies' favourite, but we've got MBV Graham. Hello. And Scottish Graffros. Hello. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Ready to rock and roll, talk about some excellent... Fantastic. ...Xbox news. Yeah, let's oh, do it. Yeah. Let's get right Good. in now. Right, well, let's start off with the best story of the week, shall we? Um, Starfield, uh, oh, shit. Starfield and Redfall have been delayed to early 2023, which is a big kick in the dick for all of us. Um, so Starfield, what was it? 11-11-22 was due to be released, and Redfall was at some point this summer, and now they've put an official statement saying uh, that it's not going to be the case. Uh, I'll just read the the picture tweet they put up they said we've made the decision to delay the launches of redfall and starfield to the first half of 2023 it seems that arcane austin doing redfall excuse me and bethesda game studio starfield have incredible ambitions for their games and we want to ensure that you receive the best most polished versions of them i mean we'll get back to that little last part there in a minute i guess um we want to thank everyone for their excitement for redfall and starfield energy is a huge part of what inspires us every day my god i can't read properly and drives our own excitement for what we are creating we can't wait to share our first deep dive into the gameplay for both Redfall and Starfield soon. Thank you for your support. So, I mean, I kind of, we guess we kind of saw it coming, but we kind of hoped it wouldn't come since they'd set a real firm date. Gray, what's your opinions on this getting delayed? Yeah, inevitable and unfortunate. Um, usually with the games of this magnitude, um, they just... They, yeah, they want to make sure they get it perfect. They saw the shit show which happened around Cyberpunk and they don't want to go down that road. They want to make sure that what they're delivering is immense and that always comes at a price of delays. And here we are. Here we are once again. I just, you, you say Cyberpunk. There was a tweet from Jason Schreier, I think, saying that he'd spoken to some people either at Bethesda or, or surrounding Bethesda and they'd use the exact phrase that you just said the next cyberpunk they don't want it to become the next cyberpunk because they didn't feel confident so that's that's obviously played into this delay um in we we're both looking forward to Redfall yes now Sad I times. mean we obviously seen some leaks some images was it video or was it just images I can't remember it was just image there was a couple of images there was no real gameplay videos no there was a there was know. a video at the, the to show you like the characters and the abilities but not actually of the game yeah I mean it's uh, just, we haven't seen anything proper yet and it was supposed to be out in a couple of months so it's not a surprise necessarily but I mean when I thought I thought maybe there wouldn't be like some maybe delay it to the end of the year to actually wait now till 2023 is a yeah like I said kicking the dick it is a bit of a shame, but I guess my my thinking is, well, let's face it, they're not going to be Elden Ring for Game of the Year. Let's just go to next year and get Game of the Year 2023. Possibly. I mean, they've got two strong contenders, even though we haven't seen anything from either of them, really, I guess. But, um, yeah, so obviously this is a massive, as I said, kick in the dick, massive shame. Does this dampen any interest you've got in playing them, or is it just going to, mean that you've got to wait longer and you're going to get even more hyped up and potentially build up the next cyberpunk i don't want to get 
too ahead of myself. Um, took me a while to get into Cyberpunk, even though I didn't pretty much buy it day one. Um, but I didn't play it for maybe three, four weeks after it came out. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like more for like Starfield and Redfall would definitely be more day one purchases and well, I don't need to purchase it because it'll be Game Pass. It's day one plays. Whether, well, am I disheartened by it? Yeah, of course, it's a, it's, of course, it's a shame that we don't get to play it, but it doesn't dampen my spirits at all. If, if anything, it just makes me go, oh, damn, I want to play it more. And I, so when it comes to the actual date, it's released. Like, shucks, go away a couple more months for this. But again, hopefully there's so many more games that come out towards the end of this year that will keep me occupied. There's always a ton of games coming out constantly, especially onto Game Pass. Gray, does this, does this deflate your excitement? I know you're interested in Starfield, maybe not Redfall so much. Uh, no, I was intrigued for Redfall, definitely. But um, yeah, definitely Starfield is the one I was looking forward to the most. But yeah, if it is going to be as immense as they sort of specified, like Fallout in space, then those things do take time to get perfect. And yeah, obviously you'd rather it be perfect when it's released and not chopped up and released at a chunk of it now and another chunk in a couple of months or something along those kind of lines, you know, anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Ross, I've, I'm not purposely ignoring you. I was going to get you back to you, I promise. Um, well, going off what Graham was saying there, and this part that I said we'll get back to where they say, we want to ensure you receive the best, most polished version of them. They've typically, well, let's say Skyrim, uh, Fallout, etc., have not been the most polished games ever no, released. No, not the launch. So do you think this is a, a sort of a, a renewed effort? Now it's on Game Pass and the whole Xbox Bethesda thing. They're trying to make sure it comes out without characters faces falling off or the world exploding for no all this sort of shit that usually happens when they get the releases i don't think it's anything to do with skyrim and fallout i think they've seen the hype that was behind cyberpunk and what everybody expected cyberpunk to be and they've seen how much of a shitstorm that was and they want to cover their asses in every way shape or form to make sure that they are not the new cyberpunk and i'll be honest what cyberpunk came out 20 when was that Cyberpunk came out. 19, wasn't it? 19. So yeah. they've taken... Yeah, 19. They've taken two, three years to get that game perfect. Is that because... Well, it's better than... Considerably better than what it was. Is that because, obviously, they released it and they've had to work on it while it was released? If it means Bethesda needs to take six extra months to get this nailed on, I'd much rather wait the six extra months and get a fully working... There's always going to be bugs in games that size. It doesn't matter which game you play, there's bugs. Whether it be Bethesda games, Borderlands games loaded with bugs, Cyberpunk, whatever. Any game that's on a massive scale, you're never going to iron out every kink. It's just going to be, that's how it's going to be. So if it can make it that it's a completely playable game and then the bugs are little quirks and they're just something that you can get along with, fantastic. I'd much rather wait than having to be like, this game's unplayable. I'd rather wait six, an extra six months till they patch it and then play it again like I did with Cyberpunk. Yeah. As you, as both, what you, both of you said, sorry. And that's the last thing they want to do. Release a huge game. Get everyone excited, especially on Game Pass. It's the first real big tentpole release from, from this deal that they've got to you know going on. And then release it and everyone's like, well, it's fucked or it doesn't work or this is broken or I managed to glitch this or I've got infinite currency or I've, I can fill my house with cheese wheels like in Skyrim. <laughs> over and over again so yeah so fingers crossed this re- results in a much more polished game as you said it's going to be possible I think to uh, stamp it out completely but 
Yeah. At least I'm just glad they didn't blame COVID. That's yeah, that's, that's a, a positive. At least we're moving on from that. Um, it's just they want to get the game better. We're going to do yeah. it. We're not going to release something shit. Not shit, but yeah. something that needs not more less work. than less than optimized, should we say? Or make people work extra hours just to get the yeah. right game done. Yeah. Um, Phil Spencer went to the the, the internet's favorite place, Twitter's, to respond to this, and he says these decisions are hard on teams making the games and our fans. While I fully support giving teams the time, uh, giving time to release these great games when they're ready. We hear the feedback. Delivering quality and consistency is expected, and we will continue to work better to meet those expectations. So I guess they're also sort of reeling a bit from Halo's launch as well, where they did, obviously, <clears throat> the multiplayer and the single player st- slightly staggered. And then everybody's up in arms with the season pass and some of the technical issues with the multiplayer with like lag spikes and things dropping and all that. And and they, they don't want another big... Ten pole thing, you know, second year in a row where it comes out and all they've done is get shit on their front and center. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, as I said about Redfall, we haven't seen anything from it apart from that CG trailer officially. I'm hoping we so, see something next month at least. Yeah, was it the June tenth? Was it? I forget the date. Uh, May fifteenth, according to that. Yeah, May fifteenth. No, it's not June twelfth. <laughs> June twelfth. Sorry, June twelfth. Um, yeah. So hopefully, we, even though these games have been delayed, we'll hopefully that when they say at the end of their statement, they look forward to showing us something soon. I would hope and imagine we'll see something there at the very least, even if it's just a couple of minutes of gameplay of one or both. Ideally, you never know. Um, but it's still a bit of shame. I, but now that these two games are sort of skewed off to the, to next year, what actually are we looking forward to that's Xbox exclusive from first party for the rest of the year? I had that I, I, the other day. I'm struggling to think of anything major that's that's announced right now that we know is coming this year. Perhaps Hellblade, um, what's it, Senua's, uh, I can't remember the, the name of the title, uh, game now. Um, and then Saints Row coming this year as well. Yeah, but I mean, from Xbox and like, Bethesda or, or oh, okay. you know, their first party, this army that they've been building and spending all of Phil Spencer's pocket money on, what are they actually going to bring us this year? Release. Mm. Oh, it's in just Xbox exclusive, I guess you want yeah, to yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, because obviously Starfield and Redfall would have been two of the big tempo ones. And I know we're probably going to get the ports of Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo at some point. But that'll be announced next month, I imagine. Yeah. But yes, we're still going to be, we're going to be a bit barren on the Xbox front, unfortunately. Obviously, that doesn't really matter because there's still fucking hundreds of games that come out every day to play. Um, One thing that does annoy me when I listen to people talking about stuff like this is they go, well, there's no games coming out now between now and there's motherfucker there's games every day you just got to broaden your horizons there's so many indie games there's so many even double a you know triple a games that people would just ignore because it's not the big ones play games just go out and check out all of the games yeah the thing is it's like people are people are like blown out of proportion yeah it's shit nobody's denying that it's not fucking shit but like looking i was having a look at like the games that are coming out this year so it's like, i think it was like saying like scorn um Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide, that's coming out. They're both like Xbox console exclusives. Um, they're saying like there's loads of third party games that are going to be going to Game Pass, um, like day and date. So there is still plenty of stuff coming out. But then, like the flip side of it, somebody actually put out it's Forbes, so should know better. Microsoft feels like it's back in the Xbox One era with its release landscape. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, this, that, I mean, sort, I feel like that's a bit no fucking 
bit far. Yeah, I mean, they're, they've obviously, well, no, I was just saying about all the people they bought, but they're still, it's not long since they've actually acquired all these studios. Yeah, exactly. They're still working their way into what they were they were building and what they were making. And they can't just go, here's 100 games at once. Yeah, now we're going to wait fun. another 10 years for another. Yeah, so. You can't saturate the market like that. Yeah, so mm. it's not ideal, but obviously it's only hopefully six, seven months that Starfield will end up being delayed anyway. Um, it might be, yeah, summertime. In, in, the summer, yeah, in the meantime, there's plenty of other games to play. But then they should uh, drop like Redfall start of the year and then bring StarCraft out. Not StarCraft, Starfield in the middle of the year. And did it again. Bring StarCraft out as well. I mean, if they want to bring StarCraft out, I ain't complaining. But yeah. That'd be well, how I would we'll, do it. See what, again, we'll see what happens at the showcase next month. Hopefully we'll get some more some actual gameplay and then we might even get a bit more of an idea of a firmer uh, you know, this spring or summer or what have you. Or they might just delay it to fucking 2030 at this rate. Why the hell not? Eh? It's already been 20 odd years. Why not? Let's just, let's just push it back even further. Um, and speaking of wonderful news to keep everybody happy, Gotham Knights is coming out this year. Is that right? Yeah. Which is, it, is. The, it looks pretty interesting if you're into that sort of thing, I suppose. But not if you're on Xbox One or PlayStation Four, because those versions have been fucking taken out, taken around the back and old yellowed, absolutely fucking done in. So the, there was supposed to come out Xbox One, PS4, and next gen. Now it's just going to be next gen only. Uh, Ross, have you seen any reason for this? Because I must admit, I didn't read this one ahead of time. I think it was just for the sort of straightforward reasons. They want to make it the best experience they can and focus on bringing it out on previous generation as taking resources away from basically the, the the one that they want to be building on for the future. And it was like what we described um, back with Cyberpunk and things like that. Games are going to start not paying attention to the previous generation because it's going to limit resources on... They're, they're basically spending their time focusing on every generation, making sure everybody's fine with it. Whereas they should be focusing on the current generation. And I feel like more and more games going forward are going to have to take the plunge and go, sorry, last gen players were not factoring you into our decision making process. It's um it's tricky. Is Ian Gray, either of you interested in this game at all yeah. about this news at all? Well, obviously, it doesn't affect. Doesn't affect me. We, we jumped on the next gen train a long time ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. To be honest, I'm surprised it's taken this long for some of the publishers to start doing this and sort of killing off the old gen stuff. I'm hoping this will make a like a cascade. Like you know, they're the first ones to go. You know, we're fucking doing this, and then hopefully more companies follow suit and say, you know, yeah, we want to want a game to be the best we can by the new version, like. Yeah, people are going to mind. Oh, I got a PS4. I only got a PS4. Well, fine, I'll go to next gen. You want to play it? You have to get down with the program. They're a bit more accessible now, so there really is yeah. no it's kind of excuse. No, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, and he's just worried that they're just capping the the next gen games just to make them playable on the the older gen, and so they're not being pushed to their full potential because of it. Yeah, I think that's one of the things a lot of people have been saying. Some. Even like Halo, for example, it looks lovely on the Series X. It looks decent on the Xbox One, but it could have been pushed so much further with rages. I mean, it doesn't have ray tracing. It doesn't have all that sort of fancy next gen stuff. Whereas if it was next gen only, you know, they would have shoved it in there uh, and made it look lovely even more. Would have surprised me if they make a new version of Halo yeah. just for the ray tracing elements. Yeah, the Cortana edition. Um, right. 
um, the green yeah. edition. No so, surprise, and I reckon it's the start of things to come. But we've probably just starting to do this now more often. Yeah, because what's it been? Two years since the console's been out. Well, well it'll be two years at the end of this year. Two it? years end this year, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've got to start getting some exclusive machine uh, game for machines at some point soon. Um, but still, I suppose if you are stuck on it last gen and you were looking forward to it, you've got what six months to figure it out and find a new console. I mean, the thing is, and this is this or, is going to sound completely. I don't know, entitled, but you trade in you trade in a series X or you trade in a, a one X, right? Mm. You get hundred pound back, roughly thereabouts. Somebody double check that more or less, yeah. Right, a series X, a series S is what two four nine, four nine. If you do dodgy shit like I do, yeah, two hundred. Yeah, you've got your fucking rewards points you can use to spend on it. I mean, rewards again, points, CD keys. If you go that, it, it sounds like I'm being entitlistic there and saying, "Oh, two hundred fifty pounds—that's not a lot of money. Everybody should be able to afford that." It's not, but when you consider consoles of the past five, six hundred pounds to play the next gen experience, it's 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 fucking crazy how cheap that like that console is ridiculous. And it's a it's a decent little machine. I mean, it, yeah. it shows its um, uh, it, it tries to punch above its weight on a few games I've played on it, but for the most part, it does fucking perfectly. Yeah, I mean, if you then fire a year's worth of Game Pass on that, what's a year's worth of Game Pass? Hundred pound. Yeah, about the gig discount. Yeah, online nine nine. Yeah, so three four nine for a year's worth of gaming and the console. Boom. Sorted. Game Pass. Best deal in gaming. Yeah. Best deal. It's just... <laughs> get best deal in gaming. It's right unbelievable. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a shame. I mean, uh, they had announced it to come out last year on all, all the consoles and now they've delayed it and they've cancelled last gen consoles. So I can understand some people being a bit pissed with that. But at the same time, like you said, it, it had to happen at some point. They've given them plenty of warning. So I don't... It's not the it's end It's got to happen world. now. We can't keep yeah. focusing so much on old gen. If you want to make it a better games, if people want games to be look better and play better, then you've got to go. Okay, we've got to get rid of these older versions. Unfortunately, otherwise, but it you're is making, you're making making old gen games really. It is the circle of life continued. I mean, you know, by the time they start doing it, we'll end up with the next bloody consoles, and the circle will continue again. Anyway, let's get a bit more. Oh, let's let's get out of the way. Sure, Ian, do, do you need a toilet or do you want a nap or anything for a minute? Oh yeah, good point. Where's my pillow? Yeah, I think I might join you. I might come around your house and snuggle up with you. Oh, Ross, Eater, Graham. Might be little spin or big spin. Right, <laughs> you, you, you decide while I'm on my way over. Right, cool. Graham. Definitely little yes. spin. Makes me feel safe. <laughs> Talk to me about FIFA and its new name or something. Yeah, it's the dispute that's finally come to an end or the relationship that's finally come to an end between FIFA and EA. And so the naming of it will be changed. Well, not after this next one. You've got FIFA 23, but that's the last one that is likely to be called FIFA now that the relationship has been severed because FIFA are being greedy and after way too much and EA have flipped them the bird. So after FIFA 23, you may be getting EA, FC or something along those kind of lines. Same game. But EA soccer! And so people are now just talking what bits are going to be taken away because of this whole sort of separation whether it's internationals are gone certain naming rights might go with it 
but we'll measure a lot of it will just stay the same. It's just the name of the game that's going to go. If that's still, players won't really care too much. The name's just a name. Just a shame that it's been FIFA since like 92, 93, and now, yeah, as of 20 years later, it's not going to be there anymore. Uh, it's, but, um, I was reading a, a column by Nathan Brown the other day, and he was talking about this. <clears throat> and he was saying back in the day, obviously, FIFA had the names, the the teams, the players, etc., etc., et but the game wasn't that good compared to Pez. A lot of people preferred Pez. And now it's sort of swung the other way. Pez has shit the bed. FIFA's got all the good names. And now they're going to get rid of the names and hopefully their gameplay can hold players. Um, as you said, it's, it's improved a lot. It's, it's a, a decent game of football. So I'm told, you know, not that I would know too much about that, but um, yeah. Well, it, it was definitely a, a long wind battle. That whole journey is weird. It's sort of, FIFA started it and then there was loads of football games. So there, there was no real leader. And then, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s, that's where Pro Evo sort of took the mantle for a while. And then, yeah, FIFA came back with a vengeance in the sort of around the 12, 13 kind of era. 13 was when I remember it really starting to ramp yeah, back up. Yeah, it started to sort of take back over again. I and think Ultimate just, Team, like Ultimate Team dropped and then. Yeah, well, they stole that from the Champions League game that had it first and then yeah they stole that idea monetized it and just been riding high on that ever yeah. since so they could literally just make a football game based purely off ultimate team and just even let money that maker. just sit <laughs> yeah so they've got a little bit of a money spin and they played that on the other their sports games as well but it is what it is but yeah it just sounds because it's been that relationship for ages. It just sounds a much bigger deal than what it actually is. Yeah, I mean the way like I I was I was a wee bit hesitant as to how it was going to break down, but like once EA sort of, I think when you when you think of it, EA as a video game company, FIFA as a football and governing body. So when you think the split's going to happen, you think that the game play will stay the same, but they're obviously you're going to lose out on a lot of things because you don't have the governing body behind you. But as you're reading through the article, like EA has the like licensing for what is it say, nineteen plus thousand players, seven hundred plus teams, a hundred different stadiums and thirty different leagues, yeah. including the big ones, obviously Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A. They've got the rights to them. So the game itself is literally going to change in title. And that's pretty much going to be yeah. it. Um, it's affecting FIFA, not UEFA. So things like the Champions League will still be in it. Um, the game's not going to change much in regards to what it already is. The the big companies behind it, like Nike and that, have already came out and supported EAFC. So all mm. it's going to do is it's going to drop the, the confines of what FIFA have put in place and then make it a bit more... I don't know what I don't know how they'll yeah, change it drastically, but well, that's they're in trouble now that they've lost their main competitor because Pro Evo just microwaved his shit and called it eFootball and whatever that was. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> just yeah, that was an abomination of a football game, and yeah, so they, they need competition to sort. Of, I think someone else was supposed to sort of join the the ranks of trying to like compete with it, but without competition, there could be trouble that's kind of what drove them on to sort of dominate but yeah they're going to have to have something that's going to sort of rival or not rival it but at least give them something to keep themselves honest every year yeah so feeling that it's just going to die any of the the pez sort of because they could completely 
Nintendo Switch it and copy paste the game and call it 23. (laughs) For for all platforms, not just the Switch this time. And there's nothing we could do about it because (laughs) there is no competition to sort of go, well, if you're not going to sort of innovate, then there's nothing else to sort of turn to. Well, seeing as seeing as we seem to be murdering J and E, might as well talk about some sort of other EA game, and um, we'll talk about Dead Space, shall we? Yes, nicely please. done. Nicely <laughs> done. <laughs> nice segue there. <laughs> Proud of you. So, Dead Space, Ian. Dead Hello. Space Three's best game ever. Oh, <laughs> next <laughs> news story. Just yeah, making sure. Go, right, go, go, I might go back to daydreaming. I might go back to FIFA <laughs> after that. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, so um yeah obviously ea is contesting with fifa we are on to the dead space side now launching january 27th next year as are hopefully not the same day as starfield and uh or and or redfall that would be uh pretty shit but yeah i mean, I mean that's update. stupid did I? well yeah <laughs> I mean, is this the next one or is it a remake one this is a remake of the first one which they're doing with all sorts of up spuffing and loveliness and new engine new sound new visuals new this new that um, no gameplay yet no there's been the only thing they've really shown was i think they were showing off how their audio works so they w- had someone's walking through a, like a demo room and they had different effects going off around them and, and yeah it still puts me off there's no gameplay yeah, that worries it's, me. it's still we got what to reason for that um, <laughs> and mm. i'm very excited about this it's january 27th very exciting happy days there's not really much more to say about it, but <laughs> are they bringing in sort of online co op one because the first one didn't have that? No, better no. fucking not. No, yeah, if they bring anyone like Carver in this game, I'm not playing it. <laughs> I must admit, from from the and it's as much as you can do. I mean, I could probably take a photo and run it through Photoshop 30 times and make it look better, but the images that they've put out for like the stills compared to like what it was and then what they've upspuffed it to look like, it's oh, I mean, the thing is, like, see, even if they just See even if the mass effect it. So take take what they did, shine it up, 4K it, bit of ray tracing, bit of improved colours, bit of improved textures, release. Fucking win. That's all they need to do. And it's it's sometimes less is more. Just mm. tidy it up. Make it look a bit cleaner, make it look a bit sharper, increase the cut like the high HDR so like the lights feel like Isaac's hat or his like gear on the back and shit like that stand out better against the blacks. Just yeah, make it neater, tidier. Don't fucking try and rewrite the wheel. Just make it a better, a better looking version of what they originally released, and it'll it'll be fantastic. I don't know if they've said anything about changing any story elements or adding any any story elements in. Um, but in terms, like you said, the visuals, they're just rebuilding it. They're put, doing it on Frostbite now. Um, and they are, I, I forget the name of the, the system. It, it's some sort of acronym. And it's basically, they're up in the, the oh, what's it called? Dismemberment. And all that, that was obviously a big part of the Dead Space, chopping off the limbs rather than just, you know, going for headshots and stuff. And they're mm-hmm. up in that to be even more visual, visually grotesque and graphic and horrible and lovely. Um, as well as, like I said, audio and ray tracing and HDR and etc. etc. Et all the all the good stuff. Um, and like you said, Ross, those stills they've shown look fucking incredible. So hopefully they can keep that uh, train rolling, and we can get scared shitless by probably what is one of the best horror games I think I've ever played. I mean, obviously I'm still partial to a bit of Resident Evil or a bit of a maybe a bit of Silent Hill, but the, the original Dead Space is fucking tremendous. 
I'm not, I'm not going to say top Silent Hill, but it was fucking awesome. What was the ship called? The, the Ushimura? The Ushimura, yeah. Yeah. Alien's yeah. oh, Isolation is fantastic as well. Alien Isolation is awesome as well. I, what what <laughs> I, I loved I about it as well is, like you say, it's that dismemberment aspect of it. Like, shoot it in the face, it still keeps running towards you. And you like, shoot it again, it still keeps running towards you. And you have to like pick it off limb by limb. Oh, it was just take, take the legs off and it just start crawling so, yeah, crawling towards you. Uh, yeah. So oh, fucking amazing. Did, did you ever play it, Grav? I forget. Yeah, no, I did. Uh, I mean, that part of the, with the gun was pretty awesome, sort of severing the legs and sort of it coming towards you. But I can't even remember how far I got. I think I completely downed it. I got like a sort of <laughs> about a quarter of the way in and then didn't get back to it. I think just the gun started getting a bit shit after a while. And then eventually you power it up later and it becomes a bit better. But I got to the point where I got crap and then I started to struggle a bit with the other crappy guns. Yeah, yeah there's, there's lots of upgrades and stuff you can do. Um, and yeah. one thing that I did enjoy, I'm not usually a, like a big one for story and stuff in these sort of games. I just like the action, you know, like the horror or the suspense and stuff. But they released um, like a preview webcomic type thing for the original. I think it's a five episodes and they're only a few minutes long each. It's basically like a motion comic, not an actually animated thing. It's like still images with ever so slight movement, and they were fucking brilliant. The like the story in them was excellent, leading into the game, and then the story throughout the game I thought was excellent. And then there's other you know all the sequels and spin-offs and mo- there were, I forget what the, the movie was called. It, um, it was like an animated one. Yep, the animated one was awesome. That was Extraction? fucking no, it's not. No, no, that was that was the Wii one. Uh, but either way, that was fucking awesome as well, which I think retold the first game. Yeah, it did. Um, was that not that have the like the cover art, like the hand? Yeah, like the hand floating in space. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the story in Dead Space is fuck. I mean, don't, Downfall. don't, I'm gonna damn it because I can't remember specifics right now, but I just remember really enjoying it when I was playing through it. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to playing this again and seeing if they do add anything like that, but mainly for just the shits and giggles of chopping enemies. Up just for, I like you say, it's for fucking scary ass game. Just put a big pipe pants on. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking, it's like, yeah, the app, like they, they do atmospheric horror so well in that game. Because you are genuinely hesitant about going around any corner, and, and they they pay, play with it really well. Where yeah, obviously you go, oh, something's going to jump out here, and it doesn't jump out, and you walk back and forth a few times, and then it jumps out. It's like, oh, you fucking can't <laughs> caught me right off guard. But that sounds yeah, like a game it. that Ian wouldn't play. Yeah, I'm very scared of it at the moment now, but I'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can play the first three on backwards compatibility, and I think they were all given away with games of gold. Or at the very least, they're in EA Play, so you can check them all out should you wish to play them. Don't play three, though. It's fucking shit. Don't, don't. Anyway, for yourself. Just play the first two and and then pretend it stopped there for now. Um, I suppose that'll do for the news, wouldn't it? Unless we want to talk about Sega. No, we better not. We'll be going fucking hours otherwise. (laughs) Right. Gentlemen, we can talk about that next, next week if it's quiet. You made this far. You're a hero. We love you. Thank you very much for listening to Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern episode 78, uh, which we record every Sunday at 8 p.m. Ish. Ish. Over on youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official, which is where we are right now. If you're watching along live, hi, how are you? Hope you're having a lovely evening watching us waffle on about video games. Uh, you can also see various videos that Dan and Ross and, the, and some of the other guys put up there most days. You can go to xboxtam.com to find all our written stuff. We've got a fair few reviews that have gone up this weekend and are going up over the course of the next couple of days from Graham, myself, Ross, uh, a few other team members. And um, yeah, 
go over there, check it out. Twitter at xboxtavern.com, Facebook, Discord, TikTok, all the sort of social stuff. What's I'm uh, on for? Website? I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. Don't <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out on the socials. That'd be lovely. Um, we put up a, uh, a request for an answer for a question of the week, which we're going to be talking about in a little bit. So head over. We'll put the, this week's one up there during the show. So if you're listening later on, scroll back through the feed. There's not too much to scroll back through. I promise. Mostly pictures of Dan. But once you get past them, you'll find the question in in, in question. Um, and also, I, I need to shout out Patreon superstar Beth for supporting us. We have a patron at Patreon.com/slash/XboxTavern. Uh, she is supporting us at the superstar tier, which is fantastic. Thank you very much, Beth. Once again, we love you, Beth. Thank you. Appreciated. Um, and if you'd like to be like Beth. And everybody, of course, wants to be like Bev. You can head over there. Uh, chuck us a buck, five, ten, fifteen, or you know, your life savings, whatever works. Yeah, whatever works easy. for you. Um, and you can should you want to support us in other ways financially, which is always my favorite part of reading this because I love asking people for money. You can buy merch. We you have can. a merch store. Two uh, two merch stores, one coming this week. Oh, See, two at the minute. It's currently on Spring, formerly Teespring. Yep. Uh, with the link, which is down below. I'm not reading all of that out. So go check it out. There's lots of various items of clothing and bits and pieces you can find on there. And then watch out on the Twitters. I imagine Ross will share the news once he's sorted out in the news store. Um, I don't like talking, plugging myself too much. So any, I think that's about it. Let's move on, shall we? No way. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's why we've got to move on. So, so I don't know why that, that snow globe was perilously close. <laughs> oh, you noticed my snow globe. Ah. <laughs> Talk about that in a minute. Right, gentlemen, let's get on to the aforementioned question of the week. Uh, last week, we decided that we would go back through the Xbox years and pick our game of the year per year. So we're going, we're skipping 2001 because technically for us, it wasn't released yet. Um, and we're going straight to 2002. So... Out of all of the games that released on Xbox in 2002, what is each of our game of the year? I'm going to go with Graham first because me and Ian seem to pick the same answers. Good choice, Ian. <laughs> yes! Yeah. See that. yes. <laughs> so the game I picked was not a game that's obviously tore it up that year, but it was a game that I really enjoyed and played through all the way to the end with my wife, actually. Uh, it was the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. So I was a fan of the, the Baldur's Gate games back from the, the old kind of like PC overhead uh, isometric kind of games. And so the lore around that is massive. I, I don't even pretend to know all about the, the things around Baldur's Gate and how it sort of stemmed from there. But this one was kind of a hack and slash, as you'd expect, but it, it kind of done it in a way that it didn't overcomplicate things. It wasn't sort of overload of skills. It was just you kind of had to work together to sort of take on the enemies, upgrade your gear as you've kind of travelled through, smashing things up, getting new loot, selling it, just keeping yourself upgrading and stuff. And it was just one of those sort of chilled hack and slash games that, yeah, really sort of didn't overcomplicate things and ticked all the boxes of what you want from those kind of games. Didn't get too boring. Yeah. And I think it was a second one as well. Played both of those with the wife, but yeah, really good game. I absolutely enjoyed playing that one. Was it just two player or was it just you? It, it was just, two. Just... It, you could play it by yourself, but we, you can play two player. But yeah, absolutely loved that one. It was very fun. Nice. Cool. Thank you very much. So, Baldur's Gate, was it? Sorry, Baldur's Gate Dark Baldur's Alliance. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, yeah. So, yeah. That might have actually been the second one, I think about it. Well, hopefully, uh, 
Did that get a remake? Or, or it remake did recently. recently. I was tempted, yeah. but it was a ridiculous amount of money for a remake of a game. It was like 50 credits on it. It ended up happening. Yeah. Well, maybe one day might enter, enter Game Pass. Is that Blizzard? No, it was. Blizzard, it? Uh, it was part of it, yeah. Yeah. Blizzard, so we, yeah. We could end up seeing as it's um, come with, obviously, Blizzard, Activision, Microsoft, Fusion Fingers. Maybe one day get added to Game Pass. You can relive your youth. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be good if it came compared to Game Pass. I'd definitely be all over it then. Wasn't yeah. there a more recent Baldur's Gate? That's what he was talking about, the remake version of it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Ross? Yes. What game is would be, would have been your game of the year? 2020? No, 2002. Yeah, I was going to say You can't use the second one. Why? Second one, 2003. Second one was 2002? In the US, not in UK. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I thought it was that. I just have See, this is the tricky part, because now we're so used to getting games sort of like day and date pretty much worldwide. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, fucking... uh, we had to wait but, like, I, I, How did they do it back in the day? How, I just don't understand how back in the day, like, I've got to wait six months for a game to come out, or four we were, months. We were more yeah. naive and more forgiving, clearly. I'm just checking mm-hmm. to see, oh no, so my first game, like my, my, my proper one, not my guilty pleasure one, is still current, that's fine. Uh, and yeah, the first one's fine. Me and uh, special guest Pete are actually on the same wavelength. Um, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. That um, <laughs> that trilogy game was they were fucking immense. Um, possibly one of the best movie to game adaptations ever. I've never watched Lord of the Rings. I was. No, no, I agree. That game was actually pretty decent. I think I played some of the game, but I've never seen the film. So the game no. was like the game was awesome. So you obviously you had the ability to pick the character you wanted to play as. So you obviously had your main characters: Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, Gandalf. Um, it was just so fucking good. Is the character called Baggins, or was that one? Baggins is the surname of a couple of the characters. Really, but yeah. I, I don't know if I. Would oh, Frodo, that's it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking Frodo. <laughs> I'll just cut this conversation because I've never watched the film. Is there someone called Lego as well? Or something? Uh, Legolas. Legolas. You would yeah. remember Lego. I was going to say, was there a Lego? Of course I do. So there was there a Lego Lego, Lego something. And there's Gandalf, who's the old man. I know that one. Um, but oh, it's just so fucking good. It was an amazing game. Um, I think, like, he, I'm trying to remember what, like, one of the things was like, you got like a combo meter. And like they gauged you on your combo, so it wasn't like one hit, two, three, four, five. It was like was it average, good, something perfect. It was basically the gauge and things like that. So I had like that to it, and then it was skill related. So the better your combos, the more experience you got, level up your characters, get better stuff. Um, it was just an awesome game. It was I don't know what the third party third, third party third person type idea so it was like over the top of you but not like Gears of War type idea it was more higher up um, oh, it was just such a fucking great game they, they don't make games like that anymore they certainly don't now it's all free to play money yeah. money money give fucking, me your skins yeah. Yeah, it's quite hard as well from what I remember some parts of it was quite it was game. fucking awesome nice. need more games like that Nice. And well, until of- Ian pissed on my parade with bloody 2003. You can mention it, just people know. Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance was my other one. And only because, one, Scorpion was classed as like the main character. It was the Scorpio. 
Scorpio, Scorpio yeah. <laughs> and the the song that went with the trailer, My Immortal, uh, or sorry, not My Immortal, Immortal, that went along with the Sub-Zero breaking out of the Never Realm was fucking incredible. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that was my other guilty pleasure that got me hooked on Mortal Kombat again after many a years away. Nice, nice. Uh, where you're Liu Kang and Kung Lao. Is that That's the next one, is it not? Is that not X? Okay. Where you're the, the, it's the cutscene that they had oh. where it was like on a pyramid and they're all like okay. all the things for Nether Realm and Outworld are scaling the pyramid and Kung Lao and Liu Kang are fighting at the top of it. Okay. Was that I, remember, I thought it was like a two player one, that Deadly Alliance, where it was like almost like a beat em up. As a no, no, no. Deadly Alliance, Alliance was based on Quan Chi and Scorpion. That was like what the main thing about it was. And next had, week, you can say the same. I was going to say, is it? See, he's, he's stuck his answer in there, even though it doesn't count. He snuck it in. He's <laughs> still trying to keep off next week. <laughs> they the did, same question. They did have an awesome. It was, I think, it was maybe the first time I've ever seen loot boxes in a game because they had the crypt, and oh, you got like yeah. crypt points, and you could select a coffin, and it either give you like uh, power ups or bonus coins or like outfits for your character, but it wasn't it wasn't a microtransaction. You just earned them in game. And then you went into the crypt, selected whatever crypt that you want, and then you got your reward out of it. Or you mean Ed Boon wasn't badgering you with a credit card? Come on, <laughs> give me your money. Give me your money. No. Can you be Robocop and Rambo in it? No, you can't. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> All right, enough of that shit, right? Sorry, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking of Shaolin Monks. That's my <laughs> Shaolin Monks, nice. Right, we can talk about Shaolin Monks on the year that it comes up. We can get to that. Anyway, Ian. Yes. Let's double team this, shall we? Do it. You go. Okay. So well, the kings of game, the, the proper answer. The proper, the correct answer to the game of the year, 2002 for Xbox. It's in the EU, it's EU. Splinter Cell and... Halo. Halo. Halo, Halo. Not Beyonce's Halo. Yes. So obviously Halo, we don't talk about Halo because everyone knows about Halo. It's amazing, incredible. We talk about our land parties quickly though. What yes, a great time we had there. That's, the, that's the main reason why Halo speak. was just some of the classic land parties we have. The arguments we used to get up. Friendly banter. Lugging four CRT teams. TVs around. Oh. Four Xboxes. 16 controllers. Oh, great times. Fucking nightmare. <laughs> and the drinking games we used to do as well. Always good fun. Do you ever do it Even when we used to do the eight, we were just like to 4v4 as well. Or like Blood Gulch and stuff. Do you ever do it with the, the sort of two-player split screen and you had like the cardboard box between the two of them? Or was that more but like a FIFA thing? We, we, we kept it separate because we had... Um, because we lugged TVs around. So we'd have one yeah. TV for one team, one for one. And sometimes we'd have like... There were teams of like, four TVs lined up in the same room and four. Yeah, X-Men. so four. I mean, two on one side, two on the other side. Yeah. We, what we or had two in the like, dining room, two in the front living room, and land cables and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think one's where I had a face house. One was upstairs, God. one was downstairs. It's a massive long cable going up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just yeah. shouting abuse down the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Yes. See, so, yeah, those great times. Obviously, things have advanced since then. We now do it online and shout our abuse down our microphone instead of uh, across the room, but. Yes. Splinter Cell, Ian. Let's talk about Splinter Cell because Halo's had its day in the sun now. We've got it's new dead. games left, right, and centre. We haven't seen the Splinter Cell since 2013, I think. I know. It breaks my heart. It's I fucking think this, horrendous. Splinter Cell was kind of my first outing into, I think I like stealth games. And yeah, just 
you can't go wrong with it, isn't it? I think it's a f- one of the games that's always managed to bring out. They've changed a few things here and there, but it's always been one of the games that's always been quite fantastic to play. Well, uh, I think Blacklist soured me a little bit, but the rest of them, I fucking, yeah. Fucking Blacklist wasn't too Black- bad. I was going to say, I Blacklist mean, wasn't terrible, but... I think the, probably the worst one was probably made... Well, I don't want to say one of the worst ones, but it's still great, was Convictions. They went a bit too action-packed yeah. with the whole... Yeah. You can well, pause and shoot as you go. Yeah. Was it Double Agent where you had to... You had to be careful of how your actions were because if you went too far, you ruined the game or you, you couldn't yeah. pass the missions. Yeah, you had to, yeah, basically be a double agent. So you couldn't be too good, you couldn't be too bad. Yeah, you had to, yeah, had to be flexible. Right. Yeah, yeah, that one was yeah. awesome as well. Yeah. Like I say, there's but, not been a bad Splinter Cell game, there's been lesser Splinter Cell games, but not bad ones. Yes, great. Do you want me to bring that pillar around at me and Ian? We're just cuddling. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, that, the, I'm what stealthily I, interested. Yeah. What I really remember about the first game, though, obviously it was obviously a new game at that point, was the visuals, like the way they did the lighting. So you walk through like a curtain and it flaps in the wind and it affects the way the lights were and you had the little light meter in the corner showing you whether you're in yeah, the Yeah, telling you how dark and how or, stealthy you actually are. Yeah. And you know, being able to jump up and do the splits in against two walls or shimmy along pipes and get round everyone without actually having to fight anyone, which is what I, as you said, Ian, which is what we love really, rather than going in, boot up, bang, bang, going bang. Can, you could, every game's got those kind of gun plays and mechanics. I kind of like the fact where you know you have to be, you know, get through from portion A to portion B without being seen. It's like climbing the wall. Mm, you always think yourself as well, like, got these massive green goggles on. Why can't they see this? But, <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and turns on. It's like, what was that noise? Um, yeah. But yeah, like knocking guards out and actually having to hide their bodies out of the way so their friends don't find them. Uh, oh, and I think it was in the sequel, whichever Pandora Tomorrow. There's the very first bit. There's a like a river. I suppose we'll get onto it. Pandora but Tomorrow. It's yeah, yeah, there's a there's a river. You knock the guard out and I dropped him in the river. I was like, no, I want to find him in there. Not thinking that the game would actually keep track that I dropped him in water. So I got further on. It's like mission failed. You killed a guard. Like what the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> hang on, drowned him. Oh, no, wait, a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh yeah, that's. Right. I mean, it took about half an hour. But That'll do it. <laughs> you got there in the end. Um, yeah, but yeah, now that first game was tremendous. Uh, you know, the, the way it looked, the way it played, and just the. the I kind of want to go back and play it now. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's all. Let's go through all these games. Like looking back, what, what's my game of the year? It's like, oh, I want to play that game again now. I, I know. I feel like this one, is this is going to cause a lot of nostalgic gameplays. I feel. I believe the first one is backwards compatible, and I think it got some sort of a Series X like enhanced type patch to give it some extra upspuffing. That's not official, but like the console does a lot of the heavy lifting. So mm. yeah, it's worth going and back and checking it out. I still think uh, well, well, we'll get to the other two later in the in the weeks when we ask further questions. But those first three were fucking tremendous. Anyway, that's enough nostalgia. Yes, nostalgia for now. Uh, so next year we'll Before we kill Graham. Yeah, yeah, next, well, next year we forgot to add that because of Halo, we learned of another great game called Azeric. Balthazar. Oh, I should <laughs> I, I should also mention sorry, I forgot that at FF81 on Twitter also answered Splinter Cell. They were the first answer and they fucking nailed it on the head. Splinter Cell straight away. Good and then man. Special well, guest Pete, as as Ross said, mentioned uh, Lord of the Rings Two Towers, as well as a few other games, which I'm not gonna mention because they don't count. So <laughs> anyway, and Dan was sort of a bit mean. I can't forget Dan. Old can't forget Dan. Shit hair Dan. Um, oh, he picked Medal of so Honor. Mean. Medal of Honor so frontline. It was actually right. a really good game as well. It, yeah. Thing is, I remember playing it. I have no idea what the story was or anything. I just remember going, "Oh, killing people," and then I stopped playing it. I like the Medal of Honor games is what caught me on like 
like war games, like before your Call of Duty shit and things like that. Like Medal of Honor games was fucking awesome. There were some yeah. good ass games. Yeah. Those are good. Still remember like the first time playing Medal of Honor and it's like the boat on fucking Normandy and like the bit drops down, you run on the beach and like folk are getting massacred left, right, and centre, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Yeah, I, I never played. Well, I, I think I played a little bit series, like demos. Now I never played a full game until the reboot, which they did on the 360. Was it? When they went into Afghanistan and started doing all like proper Call of Duty stuff. I quite enjoyed that one, but I never, never played really in any, any of the other ones. Anyway, that's also died a death now. So let's move on yeah. to games we actually have there. Yeah, oh, fucking hell, actually have been playing this week. Including our project game pass game of the month, Trek to Yomi. So who else has checked this out this month? Uh, this week, sorry. I have. I have gone straight into that one. And what's your thoughts so far? How far are you? Where are you? Are you enjoying it as much as we enjoyed the demo? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's much better because the, the demo actually starts you a bit further in. It's, it mm. comes up it's about, like chapter four, chapter five, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um but um, yeah, obviously you, you get a bit of the origin around it, so I see why they started you a bit later, <laughs> later on. But yeah, yeah, it's good the way the sort of the story kind of unfolds and and um, yeah, the different kind of styles you learn as you learn more combos, and it's just the fact that it forces you to fiddle around to try and sort of find secret routes to sort of find find all the upgrades and collectibles, etc. So you just <laughs> it, it's a bit annoying you're sort of humping all the scenery to try and find that little secret entrance but other than that uh, yeah the sort of the black and white sort of noir feel is pretty awesome and yeah it just you don't appreciate how graphically cool it is until it sort of gets you a bit closer yeah. to the actual scenery and yeah it, it's cool i'm glad i picked that back up and yeah i'm glad it's the, the game pass one so have you just got past the, where we played the demo because it, it took uh, me about... a bit further along um okay, yeah. i'm uh, quite deep about half hour to an hour into the yomi bit okay yeah because I, I think that far no I've, I've literally just uh, when i was playing earlier on i beat the boss at the end of the bit of the demo that we played yeah um and then i did maybe a couple of minutes after that and then i had to stop so yeah i haven't got period but i'm enjoying it so far i think it might get a bit repetitive that's um, what i literally was just about to say that it, it does feel bare even me playing through the first couple of missions it's starting to get a bit like you're kind of just doing the same combos over and over, really. You're not really changing just, your combos it's, up. It's like just, parry, attack, parry, attack. It's like your moonwalk backslash type fucking thing that you were on about. Yeah, except for yeah. The, 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 that was considered. You can't just do that to... There's definitely no, some enemies that change that up. But it's mainly just parry, attack, attack, attack constantly. That's the main... But then again, it's still, still fun. But yeah, I can feel it draining on me a bit after a while. Yeah, I think as I was say, I played it earlier on for just about an hour, and uh, by the time I'd finished and I had to stop to put the kids to bed, and that I was like, "Yeah, see, that's enough for today. I'll come back to this." Yeah, know, I don't think it's a game you can play in a long stretch because it, it can get a bit seamy. Yeah, have you tried it at all yet, Russell? Not yet. No, you. Well, what we'll discuss for my games of the week has taken me off on some weird, bizarre tangents this week, so I haven't had a chance to jump in yet. Well, in, on that tangent itself, tell us. Let's segue into it. Let's segue into it. Yes, I have been dragged into the rabbit hole that is the Stanley Parable. Excuse me, you need <laughs> to refer to it from now on as Xbox Heavens 10 out of 10 Stanley Parable, please. Thank you. <laughs> this game is like 
holy crap like brilliant <laughs> I, I, yeah. I I genuinely didn't know what to expect from it when like I first went in I thought right, Jay has like ramped up that this is going to be some sort of superb fantastic awesome game so I went in it and I was like you know what I'm going to be a dick every time that he says something I'm going to do the opposite no so he said leave the office stayed five minutes in the office for well, fuck it, I'm going to see if he does anything and then he didn't do anything I was like oh, okay cool so then I appeared to a door. I'm going to rattle that door. Nothing happened. Then I'm going to go to the next door. Nothing happened again. So I'm like, okay, what's happening here? And then I started messing around with printers and I started jumping up on desks. And then in pops the narrator. And it would appear that Stanley doesn't do what he's told and has to go around every little thing to see if anything will change it. Not to realise that nothing he actually does will affect the story in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that how it is now, Billy Big Boss? So I was like, every time that he gave me a command, I was like, no, I'm, no, I'm not doing it. I'm doing the opposite. You always try to fight it, don't yeah, you? Every time that I got the option yeah, to do something not. different, I would go and do it. And then I'm playing through it, and I'm like, yep, yep, just going to go against you. And then I go through a door, flashes up, saying that Stanley had made his choices. And then the end. I was like, I've only been played it 10 minutes. The fuck do you mean it's the end? And then you appear back in your office. And I'm like, what the fuck happened there? So I thought, right, well, I'll do I'll do sort of what he tells me. I'll go through the door that he tells me. And then after I've went through the door that he tells me, I'll start doing everything against what he said again. And then I got another fucking set of different circumstances. And then I appear back in my office. What, what the fuck is going on here? The <laughs> game is... Oh, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, um, it is. I mean, it's totally. I need to get back into it because I only need to like one or two playthroughs. It's totally um, fucking nuts. Before. Yeah, I need to get Popper back it's into it. I need different to... dynamic of but what it's a game is. Fucking amazing. It just yeah. like, I sat there the whole time playing it, pissing myself laughing. One, it pissing the narrator off because the narrator gets properly angry at you for not doing what you tell him. Second of all, everything that transpires once you go against the narrator, oh, it's just so fucking funny. It's and and the thing, game. what you're finding, it it just again without spoiling anything because you you got to find as you're learning, you just got to find it yourself. It just goes and goes and goes. So it, no matter how many times you restart, it always goes. Oh well, here's something different, and now here's this different, and you can do this different, or this, or that, or do, or let's fucking spin the whole thing around and and just fucking make you wish you'd never even started. Like, oh, that's amazing. Um, and I'm really waiting for one of you, just one of you, to find the bits that I've found. When I was first playing it, um, because I think what that, we need to right, well, do. Well, not only do we, but for us, what what are we kind of looking for? Well, I believe it's part of. Well, no, I don't believe it, it is part of the new contents. It's, it's part of the ultra deluxe stuff they've added. That's all I'll say. But yeah, I, I think I, what we need I, to do absolutely piss them without off. doing much. Like, say, if people seem to be interested in it. We need to do kind of a spoiler cast on it, yeah. so we can actually talk a bit more about it. Because actually, I have. The, I'm not fully into it, so I don't really want to. I have the ability to send G a direct message. I'm about to do so. Cool. <laughs> I look forward to this. Um, but yeah, that's no, fucking brilliant. So I think we all need to play it. And then, yeah, as you said, if people are up for it and if people want to hear it, let's do a, a spoiler cast to talk about where we got to because inevitably, no matter how many times we play it, we'll all end Everyone's up with some different, different, different thing, yeah. roots or different... I mean, we'll all have, of course, seen some of the same endings, but yeah, we'll all end up in different places, no it's doubt. Just, oh. it's, it's fucking brilliant. Um, and I'm very glad that you started playing it. Uh, well, I'm not, not that it's a spoiler. We see if we got to the bit where I said about the jumping. Yes, I, I've, I, that's what I'm saying. I had done that part and I still didn't get the fucking achievement. 
<laughs> almost, Russ, almost. There we go. Almost? Yeah, almost. Well, we'll see what happens. When, but yes. Anyway, should we move on from that before we start spoiling the game? If you haven't played it yet, go fucking play it. It's fucking tremendous. It is, it's, it only, is. it's only 20 quid on the store. Um, and you'll get... Yeah. It's not a game that you would have played anything like it before. Yeah. It's yeah, unique, it's very it's unique. Different. Very and unique. And to explain why, which is really annoying, you'd ruin it. So you can't. <laughs> you just have to experience it. It's, it's amazing. It's one of the best experiences i've ever had in video games by far um yeah cool thank you ross and obviously you've been playing some fifa do you need to talk to us about fifa or should we move on ultimate team heavy grinding loads of shit they need to worry about that is boring to people but yeah ultimate cool. team good ultimate team football team ea sports fc for 24 do you, uh, do you reckon they're going to keep their numbers or are just going to call it 20, uh, EA Sports FC 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6? Um, I don't know. I think they maybe need to differentiate. You've got somehow. to keep the year. You've yeah. got to keep the year though, surely. Yeah. Then again, Madden did Madden 25 randomly like a couple yeah. of years ago. So for their anniversary, yeah. Do. They're going to be fucked in a couple of years. Yeah, probably, probably EA, yeah. EAFC. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe even change it with that. EAFC 1. Restart, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Just go right back to the original. AFC 2. two yeah. 2F, two 2C. Two oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, right. Let's move on from that fucking shocking dad joke. Should we? Right, uh, Graham. Yes. Talk to me about what you've been playing. Well, I've already covered one with uh, Trek to Yomi. Um, and the other one I've been playing is getting back onto Yakuza Rise of a Dragon. I've wanted to sort of step back into that bit and yeah, I've got to a bit where you can change your jobs around a little bit and yeah, <laughs> it's just keeps getting more and more mental as time goes on. <laughs> so, um, use it, uh, start off with sort of using a giant baseball bat and then it goes into a love shop and then you fight with a giant massage toy as you say is your main weapon. Okay. And then as you change, as you do, as you change literal jobs, because your guys are kind of like searching, they look for jobs that get money to sort of fund their kind of adventure as such. So they go and try all different jobs. And depending on what job you actually got is what kind of weaponry you use. So um, one of them's like a, being a trained musician. So his main weapon is now a guitar. And uh, the other guy's a clown or something, he's got a giant hammer. And the ladies doing part time singing, so she's got like a microphone that she kind of hits people with. It's just so, <laughs> so the game just gets so kind of bizarre, but it kind of plays similar to how like the Final Fantasy Thirteen kind of played in the way the battle is. So it's like still turn based kind of things, but it's kind of interactive turn based. But yeah, I'm just enjoying the, the kind of wacky stories to it. It just keeps getting weirder and weirder it does so, seem over the top <laughs> so do you think <laughs> um, the Agnesa games is this one's it's so it's so different from the og ones in that it, the story is just completely separate but it's got the exact same elements and the exact same wackiness in its story it's just, yeah it's funny do you think this was is going to end up being one of your favorites out of the, out of the ones you played so far or yeah, it's definitely up there because they sort of rewrote exactly how the gameplay should be. They kept a lot of the, the traveling bit the same, 
but the combat where they've mixed up the combat a little bit it's kind of given it kind of a bit of refreshment of the kind of the series otherwise it can get a bit samey yeah but the fact that they kept such a zaniness in the missions and stuff is that's the, always been the best bit about yeah so there's so many left field missions that he's like so mental <laughs> <laughs> nice Nice. Well, it's, so you're getting into it. Do you reckon you're approaching like the halfway point or are you just, just storming on for I think so. I think I'm definitely at the halfway point bit for now. Uh, but yeah, I, it's because you keep distracting yourself. This game's like a massive... I told you like, when I played um, uh, the Lost Judgment one, which is kind of a side spin-off of it, they should just call the game Sylvia because it's procrastination. Yeah. just <laughs> all the time you're not doing the main mission you're always doing something else mm. fair enough fair enough good nice well good game good game good game it is and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna barge in very quickly because we also Go played another game together graham this week yes we did i didn't did. know if you wanted to mention that on here but we can. yeah we'll have, we'll have a quick chat about yeah, you it. play it, a game together it is coming me. It is coming to game uh, Xbox, I should say, and hopefully in a few weeks. I'm, they haven't given us a firm date yet, but that is, as you might be able to tell by my on-brand hat, T-shirt, and snow globe. Yes, all the loot he got from it. We were here forever. Yes. So they were very kind to send us, uh, us. a little, us, I say us, me, um, a little press pack, which had the accompanying items and some stickers and bits and pieces in as well as a couple of copies of the game. So me and Graham were playing on PC and I fucking enjoyed it. I thought it was brilliant. I must admit, I was very tired, especially towards the end. Oh, yeah. I, I imagine you probably noticed because I fucking... Well, that's because I was pretty much I, led that last one. That last one, I, I just could not fo- fucking focus on it at all. But um, <laughs> I, well, thankfully, the, the third or the, the second to last bit that we did was just me guiding you nightmare style through the... Yeah, the, and the I, I thank fuck for that because I was I couldn't even see the screen. I was so tired. I was like rolling over. Let's <laughs> let this end so we can go, go to bed. Um, but no, it's fucking tr- tremendous. So we talked about a couple of weeks ago it's like um co-op as little games where each of you is has got your own sort of area and you can't see what that person's got and they can't see what you've got and you've both got to work together and try and solve puzzles so i forget what was the first bit we had um oh it was like there were symbols on a wall wasn't there yeah and you had some symbols and a lock and i had some symbols on a lock and we had to describe it to each other and then get the symbols in the order to open the door etc etc and then it just went fucking batshit from there uh, i think we played for about four hours was it yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, and we got up to the part that we played at EGX. Yeah. Uh, not EGX, <laughs> <but at> WASD. <laughs> Literally only just got to the place we got to at WASD. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we was like, no, I'm not doing this again. I'm too tired. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, it was all right. I carried you through it, mainly. Well, yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll try that again when it comes to Xbox and we'll play with you. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was fucking brilliant. The way they've done the puzzles and stuff this time, um, I think is more... It encourages more direct uh, work. Uh, oh, what's the fucking yeah. co-op communication? Because, yeah, because I mean, obviously, I'm doing a very good job communicating that there. Um, because there, there was quite a few areas where we were actually we were literally together, weren't we? We yeah. weren't separated by anything, but we had to then use the items at, at a certain time or separate off into uh, different rooms to try and solve the Key puzzle. break up and coming back. Yeah. Um, and we're did actually... you stay in the voice chat or did you go into like Discord or Knorr? No, we played it properly. We, yeah, we did it properly with the walkie-talkies, yeah. Using the walkie-talkies. There was one puzzle where we had to start up an engine, wasn't it? And yeah. we were trying to figure it out because the instructions were cycling through on the wall. Um, 
and it took us a few attempts because one of us would get get the the right bit and then the next bit would fuck up and then we do the next bit and fuck up the first bit all. and uh, yeah it took us a few attempts but ah uh, I fucking I loved it I was having a great time yeah, I was. wish I was more awake so I would have been playing uh, probably play a lot longer but I need to get back to it at some <laughs> yeah. point next week. I could t- definitely tell on, on the platform one the seesaw one because you were just like help me get to the blue bit yeah <laughs> so I was so I was I mean what are you I was, doing Jay I can't see my son I need you to help me I was already tired like I said when we started I, I was so I don't know why I, I guess I'm old getting old I was already absolutely shattered before we started <laughs> by the time we got to combine I was like I can't even see the screen anymore this isn't working I, I, we have to stop now but yeah like I said it's coming to Xbox at some point in the next few weeks so when it does we'll play it properly again and review it on the site <laughs> well I'd love to see is Ross and Dan play it with the proper communication method and oh god I feel sorry I'm not sure to feel sorry for war what are you trying to say what are you the trying to of... insinuate because <laughs> it's a game that makes Jay triggered at some time with Jay the concert going let it go of the fucking <laughs> yeah because uh, again if you haven't played it the idea of in- in-game communication is you've got a walkie-talkie and on PC, you, you click the right mouse and then you can talk. But when you do that, the other person can't talk back to you. Yeah. So you then have to let go of the walkie-talkie so they can reply. Uh, but the amount of times that we were both pressing the button and trying to talk at the same time, and so we couldn't, <laughs> neither of us could hear each other. I mean, the thing is, <laughs> but it shows it shows a little light on the walkie-talkie that when the other person's to talking. Talk. And yeah. so I'm yeah. trying to talk, and Graham, the light's constantly on. And mine's like, Graham, let go of the fucking button. So <laughs> I can talk to you. <laughs> you can't. You got, got, you got to let go. You know the thing yeah. is, that's what I keep saying to James oh, what I'm doing. Like, James, just say over when you're done. Yeah, you like have like basic walkie-talkie etiquette. But the problem is with that is Dan would forget the button he was meant to be pressing. You think he would be pressing like an action button and be holding the fucking walkie-talkie the full time? Just be yeah, breathing I mean, heavily at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there is that as well. The amount of time I think we both did it quite a lot. Where we'd be talking, and it's like, oh shit, I forgot to press the button again. Like, yeah, forget to press to the press button. button. <laughs> I was like, he's not responding to me. And there was one point where you disappeared and didn't even tell me you went for a piss. I think you must have forgot to tell me on the walk until you went for a piss. I was like, are you, are you ever falling asleep? What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went for a piss. I got a drink. I was doing all sorts goes, of stuff. I told you just go for a piss. Was like, you didn't tell me. <laughs> oh, yes, I love it. I really enjoyed it. So next weekend, great. Obviously, I can't play it while I'm away at work because I can't yeah, yeah. do with that job. But next weekend, it's be free. I want to get back into it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, it, I didn't notice until we got the the Steam copy. It also supports crossplay. So for, I think, which I think it's the first time for this. Yeah, game. no, you did so, tell me that. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, but that's the first time. I mean, informing the audience, Graham. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. So we can play with you know once if we get some Xbox codes or if some people buy it. We can team up and do that, like Ian said, like challenge, race yeah. through, race through a puzzle or two. But yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get stuck on that projector one because we don't even know how we solved that one. Then. <laughs> no, that was it ended up being a bit of blind luck, but we got there in the end. Um, there we go. But yeah, so yeah, definitely look out for it. If you haven't played them before, I think we said before as well. The first one was giving away games with gold, so you probably got it in your library somewhere. Go check it out. And there was two others. Uh, we were here together, and we were here. Fuck, what's it called now? No, we were here, we were here together. We were here in something, and then we were here forever. Um, uh, two together. Oh, two. Yes, yeah. I said. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, go check them out, and we should talk about that more next week when we play some more. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, and the only other game I'm playing this week, which is pretty much taking up all my time apart from playing, we were here. Is Life is Strange. I see your true colors. I knew he'd. I knew he'd uh, do me a solid there. So. This came to Game Pass a couple of weeks ago. I really loved the Life is Strange games. I've not played the second season, 
but the original one before the storm i thought were fucking excellent and this one is fucking tremendous i really enjoyed it i couldn't stop playing it um it's it follows the story of alex chen and she's i think her and her brother got separated due to parents dying and running away and stuff like that so they've been in the uh you know the, the homelessness system for children etc cetera, etc cetera. and they finally get rid well orphanages and and care homes and all this sort of stuff um and they eventually get reunited in this town called haven which is kind of like a i forget the exact place in america but it's like in a mountain range it's a really lovely lovely little idyllic town all bright colors and fittingly for the name you know lovely colors and and really nice little small town atmosphere um and she gets there she meets her brother she meets all the people around and then obviously tragedy befalls something goes wrong and she has to help solve the mystery using her power, which in this game is the ability to read people's emotions. So if someone's incredibly angry, they glow red, or if they're sad, they grow purple, um, blue for depressed, et cetera, et cetera. And if she sees that, then she can interact with them, read their mind almost, and try and help them through this, this issue. And, she, and it also affects her. So one of the early scenes, this guy comes in accusing her brother of cheating on uh, sleeping with his girlfriend and he gets obviously really angry and she consents it so much so that she ends up getting really angry and she beats the shit out of him to like defend her brother because she can't help it it just controls her emotions as well because it's so strong uh, and then as you get further in the game she uses this for good so instead of getting really angry she's able to read their thoughts and say stuff to them to calm them down or to try and cheer them up or etc etc um, but yeah I thought the, the story was awesome it looks amazing. It's it's still got that like painterly style of the originals, but the characters themselves look fucking tremendous. Uh, Steph, uh, Ryan, obviously Alex, and then some of the bar- like the bartender Jed and some of the other side characters and stuff you interact with. They're all excellently written, performed. I I, I found myself gen- genuinely, and this is this is a bit weird, but I genuinely like got quite upset at a certain point because something happened and and things were going on, and. By that point, I was so invested in the story and, and the characters. I was like, "That's actually really sad." I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite affected. And obviously, I didn't start glowing blue myself. Did you start sobbing, Jay? But almost, almost, but not quite. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I finished it last night, and yeah, if you if you like the Love Strange games or like The Walking Dead or all that sort of stuff, the narrative adventures, definitely check it out while it's on Game Pass because it's fucking brilliant. I think it's my favourite out of the Life of Strange ones that I've played so far. Yeah, go Gosh. check that one out. Nice. There Ian. Hello. I didn't want to ignore you, but I had to get it out off my system. Uh, what have no, you been doing this week? So other than um, playing more Pokemon, I've actually gone on a bit of a Battle Royale um, kick. Right. Um, first question. How many fish have you caught? I caught two fish. But we won't talk him. about that. Um, so really, I quickly did Fortnite um, just to see what the um, no build mode is. Quite interesting. Um, am I a fan? Well, yeah, don't, I'm not don't get to fight speedy builders, but I can build not so speedy, but it's still interesting, different. But the main two I want to talk about more for me is first one is I've gone into a bit more. It's Apex Legends, the new season. Um, so the new season came out uh, a couple of days ago. Um, I just bought a new character called Newcastle. Um, and he's kind of, he's this brother, sister, brother of Bangalore, I want to say. Um, maybe, 
or, or like a friend. <laughs> I'm not sure it's, but I think they know each other basically because they got separated in like a war thing to the storyline. And basically, she recognized him, and we don't know why he's in their uh, Apex games now. Um, but he's got quite a few cool bits. He's more of a defender. So he's got kind of, his passive one is like uh, when someone gets knocked down, he can actually pull him and have a shield whilst he revives them. So rather than standing and reviving in the out of the middle nowhere, you can actually drag him and revive him holding a shield. Um, he's also got a foeball drone shield, which is quite helpful. And his ultimate is like a massive wall, which kind of um, slams or tugs in the air, creates like a massive stronghold to provide cover so you can peek in and out. I guess it's good for if you're kind of far away, but in when someone's like rushing you, it's a bit pointless because you put this down and you can just come jump over the over the barrier, come round. So um, it's it's good, but again, it's more for long range rather than those long range gunfights rather than the close range ones. So I tested him out a bit. He's quite fun. Again, not quite my playstyle because a bit too defendy. Um, I have a bit like a bit more of crypto. I never really got into him a bit much, but crypto. He's one of the characters back from I think season three or four. I want to say um, three. I'm going to say three. Yeah, why not? Let's go with that. Um, and he's got a basic one where he can throw his drone and he can kind of scout the area. Um, again, he's quite well defended, but he's quite cool because obviously yeah, you just camp in the corner and scan your drone around. As long as you've got two decent people with you, um, they can obviously can help him out by telling where characters are and obviously do like a massive EMP so to destroy their shield. So if you can time it right with people, especially if you're talking, you go EMP now, blows their shield and they can rush them because they might be trying to shield back up or and obviously they've got no shield, so you can actually um, pretty much kill them quite quickly. So yeah, good fun. They've got a few loads of new maps now. I don't know how long I played it for. Like maps completely changed from when I last played it. I think they've got a new one, which is like on the island, um, which I was doing for a bit. And they've gone back into King's Canyon as well. Um, so yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Have um, they modified King's Canyon anymore? Because I know they changed bits up when I was last played it ages ago. Um, so um, they haven't changed much. Well, again, I only played one one round of King's Canyon. I think it was I mean, most most of my played it was the. Um, the new uh, mode, new map, which was quite fun. Um, so I can't really remind myself too much because I think I went in there and died quite quickly. Um, but the new map, um, it's quite fun. I mean, it's, I think they hadn't introduced that new map maybe one or two seasons ago. So again, I think they just modified it a bit more. Um, because again, if I actually played it more season, I probably could tell you everything about it because then I dropped off a bit of it. Um, I can't really quote too much about what happened. But again, um, some of the guns are quite different. I think there's a couple of new ones in. Never really found anything. They've nerfed the L Star, which upset me. Because L Star was quite fun because that was just a nice hip firing, jumping one, go really close and hip fire. And you can fucking destroy them quite quickly. Um, but they've got a new gun called the Car, which is like an SMG, which came out a couple of seasons ago. That seems to be quite um, powerful at the moment. So, yeah. Nice. We've been doing that. And have, you, have you got many wins? No. No. None of them. Done. for the highest goal was like third um again again it's it's forget you could also play for so long and you have to remember all the different bowers i've been playing over the week it's like shit i gotta remember the play style how i do this do i rush do i not rush oh yeah go for all this and um so no wins yet it's been a while not, yeah. not yet not yet not but yet. what have you been playing is there and i've been playing the most disappointing experience on a battle royale i've had and that includes PUBG. Um, <laughs> and Daisy. And oh, 
I want to call Daisy. Daisy's not a battle royale, so that's fine. I can't quote that. Um, the new Halo, last part in standing. Um, not good. Not good. I don't understand how. I don't think this is not a battle. This is not a battle royale. Um, it's just like a, it's like in the corner corner mark battle royale in loosely based because obviously the last person who's alive wins, and I guess that's the kind of battle royale elements they've got, but. It's actually just really disappointing. It's kind of um, in line with kind of lone wolf theme. So kind of, there's no teams. It's all just you on your own. And other, and, and unlike other the kind of, I guess the other battle wires they have out there where you can kind of go around collecting loot and like, you know, or having like a care package where you have um, your kind of, uh, what's it called? Loadout, like in Call of Duty. You start with like a basic gun. You've got a pistol and uh Another shit pistol. I assume it's from the enemy's pistol, which is kind of like a little laser beam. Um, plasma pistol, going, yeah. No, not that one. Not the plasma pistol. No, right. not a different one. It's like okay. a weird, like an energy one. No, not it's only charging. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Again, I haven't played it. So I haven't played the single player, so I can't really tell what the actual name of the gun is. Um, but what happens is you earn more points. So you shoot as soon as you kill people. You earn points to level up. And then you can level up. So then you, I think I've leveled. I think I've played it a couple of times, and I'm so bad at it. Um, I leveled up only maybe two or three times. Um, level up the first time, you get like a, a single hand shotgun. Um, mm. And then if you level up, and then you kill more people, and you level up again. And then I had the actual the, the actual battle rifle, um, which then also that's when I started to know white in it. Um, and then you keep earning points towards that time. You level up, you get more better guns. You can keep leveling up. Um, you can also level up by um, so I've got to say before is everyone has five lives and there's 12 people in the map. Um, and then you, every time you kill someone, that's where you get, that's how you get your points to level up. So kills or assists work um, for leveling up. I think the way it works is um, the more damage you do on a person, um, you actually get the kill. Because I haven't before where I killed quite a lot of, killed, shooting loads of guys down and then he said he killed me, but then he got killed straight away. And I got the points for the kill. So I imagine that's how it works. The most person does the most damage wins. I got from the grave, even though I just shot him a couple of times and died. And he died like two or three seconds after me. So I imagine that's how it works. Yeah. Um, and then there are five lives. And after five lives, you die. And that's how you're out of the game. So I guess you could be quite aggressive for maybe the first three deaths. And then the last two kind of go into kind of campy mode. Hope for the best. And after five, after you die five times, um, you, you're out of the game and then you, your orb goes on the floor and then someone can pick you up for more points to level up so again you, anyone can go around and pick up the orbs so as long as say you die and kill the person across the map someone who's near that dead body can go and pick up the orb and it takes a couple of seconds to charge up and then obviously you can get killed so you are leaving yourself vulnerable and then slowly and slowly the map does shrink um, but it takes fucking ages for the map to shrink um, I think most time I was playing the map didn't really shrink at all um, by the time that everyone's dead, um, the map's quite fucking massive. Less, less people are camping, but the games are playing. No one was camping at all. Everyone's been quite aggressive. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just not. It doesn't feel like battle royale at all. I don't know. I don't know why they call, the only reason they call it battle royale is to try and get on the hype train. Well, um, I think yeah, I think most most of the people calling it battle royale are the people playing it. It's not. They, it's, not it's not officially called. This is our battle royale. This is more the people playing it and being like, well, it's kind of like a battle royale. Yeah, but and, but yeah, I think they need they if they I thought when they're going to do battle, I thought we have like a massive map picking up guns going around, 
killing and stuff, maybe some drop ships and stuff. We can pick up like a war toy and go fucking tailing across the map. A bit like Fortnite, you know, that kind of, or Call of Duty aspect, but no, it's a fucking tiny little map. 12 of you, five lives, last one alive. I think wins. the uh, who was it? Um, certain affinity, I suppose, you're working on that that style battle royale. You know, huge map, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Um, but yeah, like you, I didn't enjoy this mode at all. I played it a couple of times. I did fucking dreadfully because when I play Halo, I've got a couple of guns I like, and the rest of them I don't really touch. And because you're forced to use all the other ones, yeah, I, I'm just cack with them. So I, I don't even think I leveled there. up enough to get the, the next gun before I got all my five lives wiped out. Um, and again, it'd be fun. I think with with the group of us, like where we're having a laugh and mucking around. But trying to play with a bunch of randoms, it's, it just I, I I just went back to play um just uh, King of the Hill and stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I did. I went back to playing normal modes and in because I just couldn't. I, I played a couple. Like this is not fun at all. I'm not enjoying myself. And that's when you only when you play gaming. Well, I've done, I've done enough shit gaming during my competition. I want to have <laughs> some fun with some games I play now. And yeah, I just didn't enjoy it. So after maybe like, I think I gave it like five rounds, I think in the end, I think the highest you got was third. And I think most of that time was because I lost four dives quite quickly and just counted most of it, <laughs> like really high up. And no one came, well, someone else some came in, I kind of went away aggressive and they ran off and didn't come back to me until the one guy who obviously got pro skills destroyed me with his like, what's the other one? The, not the battle rifle, the one that can zoom in. Salt rifle. Salt no, the assault rifle. There's battle rifle or assault rifle? The battle rifle is one of them. Battle rifle counts, man. Okay. One of them, I don't know which one is. But yeah, maybe the battle rifle. I'm even thinking of assault rifle. Um, he came in aggressive and just destroyed me with fucking sticky grenades and all that shit. And then he just went off and won. So, okay, fair enough. Dude, I've, I've never really enjoyed the lone wolf style of Halo either. I've always preferred the team stuff, which I think doesn't help with this mode because... As you say, like you, you kill someone and then someone instantly comes and kills you and someone instantly comes and kills you. And it's just, it's just a game of like, yeah. who's going to get yeah. the last laugh, basically. That's it. It's either camping, but then you can't camp because you've got shit guns. So there's no point. So it's basically, you hear a gunfight, you go and attack that gunfight and then hopefully you get a kill or two so you can level up. And that's mainly what I was doing when I had my one good game. Um, was the basically I just kept jumping into third party battles and it doesn't really feel that great because you kill someone who's got no health whatsoever. And it's like, okay. And then, then you get killed straight away as well. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll play some actual Halo this week, some team-based stuff. Um, Definitely. That would be nice because I, I do like a bit of team I do hear there's a, a rumour about Tuesday night. Tuesday? Yes. Oh. We should, I'm we, in a uh, hotel. Maybe we can't. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need to talk about that. Anyway, right. We did thank, talk about that. Thank you very much, Ian. So, um, yes. Fun Apex, but didn't win. Terrible versions with... Um, Halo, but I won in Fortnite, so yeah. He won and he <laughs> and he caught two fish, so I mean, win-win all round. And it wasn't a bot lobby because I got proof. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the games we've been playing this week. Uh, hopefully, you guys out there has been playing some good games as well, and not getting fucking shafted in Halo or whatever else you've been playing. Um, we got some reviews up on the site from the team, including our good friend MPV Graham here, whichever corner is in this week um with he always moves around i think he's yep. top gem wizard tactic yeah uh, tactics this review's gone up now as well as carlos's bug snacks review which i think we said last week i can't remember now uh, and my review of paratopic which i definitely spoke about last week i don't actually played bug snacks yeah uh, i played a little bit of it i haven't played any since since the first come to game pass because i'll see it because apparently he's oh, sorry i know we're segueing on this apologies um but yeah apparently he's very much i guess well i'm not going to say this but pokemon-esque 
Yeah, you, yeah, you, you everything... talked about it a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I said it's it's very very subtle linked to kind of Pokemon. How far have you played any more since you last played it? Or no, it's because I got to a sticking point where I've got to find something. You got to wait till the right time of day and stuff. And so, oh, yeah. okay, so it's kind of you wait you to sleep to get to the right kind of de- time, and then yeah, kind of got to the point where it, it wasn't a simple play for anymore. It's ramped up a little bit. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I got to. I was I was enjoying it to start with, and then it started throwing all these different questions. Like, it's, I thought this was going to be just a straightforward adventure where we would see weird creatures. I don't, I'm not really interested in sleeping to wait for cool. certain times of day and stuff. But I, I, yeah. I do want to get back to it at some point. The kids were quite enjoying it, so I might play with them again next weekend. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, you can go check those reviews out on the site. That'd be lovely. Thank you very much. Don't forget about your game of the year, Paratopic. Paratopic, yep. Um, again, if you enjoy that sort of thing. It's worth a go, but don't go into it expecting any sort of epic horror narrative or anything. It's just weird for the weird sake. Anyway, thank you very much. If you don't want to play those games we mentioned, or if you don't want to read any of our reviews, which you should, but if you don't want to, it's fine. Uh, you can go check out Game Pass. Ross, games that have come to Game Pass or come into Game Pass, or we can expect on Game Pass at some point. In the games coming to Game Pass, shall we start with that? Let's go with that, shall we? So we've got Little Witch in the Woods, which is in game preview, May 17th on PC. Ah, I fucking hate this one. Come Uma- on, Ross. Umarangi, Generation Special Edition, May 17th, console PC. Floppy Nights, May 24th, console PC. Hardship Space Breaker, May 24th on PC. The big one for the month, Sniper Elite 5, May 26th, which is console and PC. And Pac-Man Museum Plus, May 27th on console and PC. Lovely. Good selection of games there. Ian, things that are leaving. You don't know. I think they've all left. <laughs> They're all gone. They're all gone. Like everything no. is, everything so we've got leaving left. tonight. So it's like, well, do we talk oh. about it? But I guess games that will have left that you've just missed out on, unfortunately, um, can I leave another tonight or maybe around tomorrow. I'm not sure. They're always skiffy with the midweek one. It's either fifth, mid-month one, so 15th or 16th. But you've got Steep. Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X2. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the World at Heart. The yeah. Catch, Carp and Coarse Fishing. Jamie's favourite. Enter the Gungeon and Remnant from the Ashes. Which is a fantastic game, so play that if you get a chance. And I'm completely gutted that I forgot to check out World at Heart <laughs> this week. I knew I should have played something. You mentioned it. Like, <laughs> I should have played that. I was like... Has it played oh, it? I should have played it. I've, I've got too involved in Life is Strange, which was a fucking awesome, so I'll, I'll allow it. But, uh, Graham, games of gold, please. Things that we can redeem for free. Uh, it's well, your last days today is for Hugh because it's available till May the 15th, which is today, so you may just have missed out on that one. And uh, then you've got, like I say, got a couple of hours, yeah, hopefully. You've got Yoku's Island Express from May the 1st to the 31st. The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk from May the 16th to June the 15th. Uh, Hydro Thunder Hurricane from May the 1st to the 15th. So that's on its last legs too. And then uh, Viva Piñata Party Animals from May the 16th to the 31st. Nice. Thank you very much. So go check them out again. Free games is free games. If you don't like them, no harm. Don't play them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple uh, But I think that will do us. That we've. I think we've done it. We've made what they call a podcast once again. Oh Somehow, yeah, some way. Um, thank you very much. You've made this far. You're a fucking hero. We love you. Thank you for listening. And you can check us out every week at eight pm 
Ish. On youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official. Xbox Tavern.com for written stuff, uh, for words and pictures. Sometimes pictures, sometimes words, sometimes both. <sighs> and all the socials, just search Xbox Tavern. I'm not reading them out again because. Oh, you can ask him in the worlds right now. In the worlds. Good. I'm excited about that one. Like I said before, I've got, uh, I've got that on my phone, but I never actually started it. So maybe yeah, I'll try to look and I went, Probably oh, what can I claim it right now? I was like, okay, I will. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Um, Do it now. Yes. Thank you very much. You, your heroes. We love you. And we will see you next week at 8 p.m. ish. I've been Jamie, and you can follow me at DNXAN or at Xbox Tavern. Uh, and I've been joined by MPV Graham. Hello. Uh, uh, what's his name? Million Man Ian. Bye bye, everyone. And uh, Squash Graf Ross. See you folks. One day I'll figure out this exit part of the show. <laughs> you need to work out. You need to come today up. is not that day. Today is not that day. Anyway, no. goodbye. Everybody. I can do my little music I always do. That always gets cut. But... Yeah, I do have to. I usually, I'll leave it in for the video side, not the audio side. Okay. <laughs>